all that, we got some serious stuff sure. to handle right at the top here. First of all, 37 southbound between Goliad and Pecan Valley is shut down, fatal accident. Mm. So if you got to go southbound, that's you know south side of San Antonio on 37. Right. Uh, forget it. Uh, do something else. Go find another way to get out there to Southeast Military if you're going to Stinson or wherever on Southeast Military, whatever. Find another way to get out there. Uh, the same is true if you're coming in from south of town and you're headed northbound. Northbound is open, but it's only like a lane or two that's open. So northbound goes, you know, almost <laughs> down to Corpus. I'm right. exaggerating, obviously, but it's a very bad situation right now on 37 south side of San Antonio between Goliad and Pecan Valley or the other side of the road, Pecan Valley and Goliad. So avoid that area if at all possible. That's 37, Goliad, Pecan Valley. Stay away from there if right. you can. Uh, the other very serious thing, of course, is Hawaii. Let's just start oh, there man. and yeah. talk about that because, you know, uh, Maui and uh, Lahaina and what's happened. I, I was telling you off the air just now, I was watching Tulsi in the middle of the night. Uh, they woke her up in a hotel room and were asking her about it. She's traveling somewhere here in the States. And so, uh, but that was her district, and you could tell the just the gripping oh, sure. pain in her face from knowing what's going on. Nancy was just there. Right. I was showing you some pictures of this uh, banyan tree that is, it was planted there in 1873. Right. Sean, it's huge. It goes all the way down the coastline, basically. There's one tree, right, that right. they planted. Because that was the founding place of the Hawaiian kingdom, was Lahaina, right. where wow. all this is happening. So uh, it's, a, it, it's a terrible situation. You used the right word a second ago when you said apocalyptic. Well, yeah, and, and you know, it's, it, fire does what fire does, and it's, it's, it's always kind of strange to me. Uh, it's a fact of the natural universe that fire, like water and air, are things that we need in our daily lives, and they nourish us, and it cooks our food. But the other end of that is that they can also destroy entire islands and communities, and, and, and it's just your, your heart breaks because it's, it's horrible. I mean, they're losing everything, and uh, the landscape is changing. It's a wildfire, right? We, yeah. haven't, we really don't know yet what started it or kicked it off, but it's, you know, it's a hot summer. Who knows? There's all kinds of reasons why it well, may It's very dry there like it very is Very dry, here. right, you know, you but know? It's, 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 it's horrible to watch, uh, you know, it's it's. Again, it's it's one of those uh, uh, aspects of life on planet Earth yeah. that uh, sometimes uh, uh, takes a really horrible turn. You know, they got 36 dead so far confirmed, but that's that's going to go way higher because they, you know people were in their cars trying to get away right. and they're driving through walls of fire, so they know they're going to find burned out cars and and people in those cars. Authorities were saying that overnight. That's not me saying that. No, no, that's right, right, saying right. That the numbers are going to go, you know, much much higher. That people, because it's an island, people were jumping into the ocean. There's nowhere to go. Because there's nowhere to go. <laughs> we, island, yeah. we can get in a car and race away. Right. You know, they can't because there's nowhere to go. <clears throat> and thank God for the U.S. Coast Guard. You know, oh, yeah. They don't get the praise they deserve, but they're in hurricane force winds flying those helicopters, plucking people out of the ocean. That's oh, amazing. It's an unbelievable job that they do. Well, I mean, uh, you know, and you think about the firefighters who are on the front lines of this thing, and there's not much you can do at this point until you know it begins to diminish somewhat. Right. There's not really a lot you can do about it, but you, you, you know, I mentioned uh, the horribleness of of fire when it really loses control. Yeah. But you also see in these moments how magnificent human beings can be. Oh, sure. Uh, flying these these air helicopters uh, uh, there, you know, while everybody is running away, you're standing up against the fire. I mean, it's 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 magnificent what they do. 
Um, and <clears throat> all the communications are down. Right. You know, the Big Island had some fires too, but not like uh, Maui. And, um, you know, with all the communications down, you were talking about the heroism. People were running up and down the streets and riding their bicycles up and down the streets, warning people to yeah. get out and go. Here's another thing, too. Jimmy brought this up earlier. Uh, well, a couple of points that he made earlier. One was this is another reason that the FCC should not cancel AM radio. No, it's pretty vital yeah. <laughs> moments like this. Right. Yeah, yeah. And the it FCC really was going to. They were going to shut down <laughs> AM radio. And uh, it, it's been saved, I think, for now. It's been forestalled for now. But they'll come back and they'll, they've always tried it. And, well, yeah, uh, they've been trying to shut that yeah. down since the Fairness Doctrine went that that's way. Right. And, that's know. right. That, that's how they get rid of us. Yeah, pretty right. much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, but uh, this is why you have AM radio, because this is what people rely on us and AM radio for, right. is the information that is uh, delivered, because you're not going to get this from FM, because FM cannot... It's line of sight, so it's not going to work in this type of situation. The other thing that Jimmy brought up this morning, and he's right, you know, it's kind of a political angle to this. Joe's going to get on Air Force One and fly down there, and he should. I mean, he's going to go down there and talk about, you know, we need to do all we can do to help repair Lahaina and Maui and the island. But he still hadn't gone to Palestine, Ohio, and he will not. And the difference is those are Democrats down there. They're people first, right? Right. But they're Democrats down there in Hawaii, and they are Republicans, Trump supporters up in Ohio. And he's right. Well, yeah, and, you know, two things. First off, he probably shouldn't go there. I yeah. mean, this is right. one of those cases where, no, that would really be a burden on, on rescue efforts. Palestine, he could have gone to. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a few weeks after or at some point, uh, there's no reason why he couldn't have gone there. Trump went there, and he, he didn't. Did. nothing bad happened to him. Uh, so I, you know, it's, yeah. it, but I, my, my feeling, if I'm going to be cynical is, well, yeah, it's going to be a climate change thing. And, and that's oh, what brought this it on. It already and, is. They, know, they're already talking yeah. about that. That's already, that's already what they're doing. Right. And it, uh, you know, obviously that's not the truth of the matter, right? No, it's, it's, uh, it's been, this has been going on forever. Um, this has been ha right now, you know, if we want to talk about the climate change thing, I brought this up yesterday because ABC is not showing you the video footage of massive snowfall and the coldest temperatures in history in Italy, right? Oh, yeah, So, yeah. you know, if the globe is boiling, as, as we were told last week, the globe is, this is global boiling now, then why are certain parts of the planet having massive snowfalls as we speak in the summer months with the coldest temperatures ever? Oh, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I just saw a report maybe a month ago, uh, you know, their big argument is the polar ice cap is going away, and it's like, it's actually, the ice flow has actually increased. We yeah. have more ice at the top of the planet. <laughs> Than we've ever had in the history of this planet, and it's seven billion years old. Yeah. But somehow, building strip malls has, uh, on a small part of a water-covered planet, has right. caused all this. You know. Right. Somehow, my motorcycle has caused this. Somehow, to your motor, your earth-killing motorcycle, has caused this wildfire in Maui. I, I, I'm old enough to remember in the '70s they were finding ways to go up and put carbon on top of the polar ice caps, at the top and the bottom of the planet, because there was too much snow. There yes. was too much ice, and so we got to melt some of this stuff down. God. <laughs> and these idiots want to redirect the sun. <laughs> Have you ever read about that? Oh, yeah. Well, they want to redirect. They want to do sun refraction of some kind. Yes, 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 That yes. sounds like a winner. They yeah, let's block, do that. They want to block the sun. Yes. Something that humans have to have. We sort of need it. Our, our plants yes. have to have it if we're going to eat plants. You and I need it. We need the vitamin C or <laughs> yeah. we die. That's you what know, I'm talking so, about. You know. Uh, vitamin K, I think it is. But anyway, yeah, what is it? What is it? 
Which one vitamin is sun is what we need, yes. We need more vitamin sun. All I know is now the vegans are very confused. Yeah, they, the liberal <laughs> vegans are like, what do we do? Well, whatever it is. Who, who really cares? But Joe Biden, he, he's got the answer because the, the, the great meteorologist of America, Joe Biden, was on the Weather Channel yesterday. Couldn't Yeesh. keep his eyes and his hands off of Stephanie Abrams' boobs. That was really weird, man. He's a weird <laughs> it's guy. It's really uncomfortable. But she asked him, what are you going to do about all these people that are migrating across the planet due to global boiling? That's not why they're <laughs> migrating, you idiot. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, but you see, the guy, this, what's this guy's name? This Byron Allen, I think, is his name. I, I could be wrong about that. Uh, he bought the Weather Channel, and he bought it for one specific purpose. He's a huge Democrat donor. Gave $200,000, the max, to Joe Biden. Gave 200000 to Hillary. Gave 200000 right. Gave all this money to the – he's just a wacko. And he bought it for one reason, that is to push climate sure. change. So if you're watching the, cli- the Weather Channel, that's all they're doing. They're pushing climate change. It used right? to be fun to watch the yeah. Weather Channel. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. It's all political. And so that's why she she did that. But what was funny was his response to how he's dealing with uh, with all this global boiling. You see, the people are coming here because it's so damn hot down there. Mm. And so what he's doing <laughs> in Central and South America is he's replacing their light bulbs. That's great. That's that's what South America needs more than anything else. Is- Better light bulbs. So, you know, you got Juan who's in uh, who's in El Salvador, and Bobby who's over here in Venezuela. And Juan and Bobby are telling their family, "Honey, we got new light bulbs. We're not going to America." Well, you know, it's really yeah. It's and plus, it's really hard to cut and brew fentanyl, you know, in low light. So you need uh, you need some uh, better lighting there. But there was more. He also told her, "I'm fighting global warming and all that illegal immigration. I'm fighting illegal immigration." <laughs> by, by, by replacing, get this, by replacing lead pipes in homes in America, that's fighting illegal immigration. We have to get to America because <laughs> the lead pipes are killing the earth. But I'm building a raft. If you want to hear, cut seven, the, the tape of the day, the audio of the day, ladies and gentlemen, it's the douche. Oh, man. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates <laughs> is claiming that you... We're on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business in English. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? <laughs> because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. Oh, President. Okay. okay, now. Lousy question. We're focused on the deuce because he's a badass. And, he hopped a fence, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and, and Joe, you know, he's just numb nuts. So we're, you know, we're focused on them. But, Jimmy, get ready to play it again. Did you happen to notice in the background I think that was Rancho Grande, I believe, but it sure is mariachi music. Here we go. It's mariachi. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were the on money Python theme. Them talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business in English. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you. It's, Dude, why that's. Is that a lousy question? That's the Monty Python <laughs> TV theme. It's definitely a march. Dude, it's a, it's a it's march. It's the Monty Python theme. It sounded like Mariachi's to me. No, it's the Monty Python show theme. <laughs>
It, that's precisely what it is. So while he's asking questions of the president, they're playing Monty Python oh while my, he's in there. Why did, are they playing the Monty Python theme? What is it? Did they pipe that in? I don't know. It, yeah, it was in the room. Well, it was in the background I while pulled, he's. I pulled that audio off of YouTube. I don't know if somebody I mean, put that there. No, I mean, no the, the it Monty, was playing. The Monty Python theme is a march of some. <laughs> it's not. They didn't invent it or write it. Yeah, but that is the Monty oh, Python. Okay, theme. it's not like mariachis to me. No, that's hilarious. Now for something completely different: Joe Biden and the Ministry of Funny Walks. So, so they're not playing Hell to the Chief anymore. It's the Monty Python theme. I think Sean's right. That's great. Sean is right. That's great. Monty Python's It's a flying circus on this administration. Oh my God! How fitting. That's actually quite appropriate. That's perfect. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right, quick break. More Wired Rhyme coming up. Uvalco is where you will find the Mahindra Roxor, the Roxor from Mahindra. You want to drive one? I guarantee you want to drive one. And all you got to do is go to Uvalde or go to Castroville or Bernie to Uvalco. Uvalco's been around now for about 40 years as a farm and ranch supply place. But now they've got the Mahindra Roxor. This is the one that looks like the, the old Jeeps from the wartime, and it's tough. You want, you want a vehicle that's tough enough for the ranch or for the deer lease or for whatever, whatever property you have. And the Mahindra Roxor at Uvalco is tough. It's got that four-cylinder tough diesel in it that'll pull anything. A very powerful engine from, from Mahindra. Uh, haul anything you want to haul. You want to put a trailer on the back of this thing, okay. Uvalco will hook you up with that as well. And however you want to trick it out. You want the big tires on it. You want a light bar across the top. You want seats in the back. Like, you know, like a deer blind, uh, you want uh, gun racks. Okay, hey, they can do all that for you there. In fact, when you buy your Mahindra Roxor from uh, Uvalco, if you mention Trey at KTSA, going to give you $300, trick it out however you want. Go test drive one this weekend. You're going to love this thing. Uvalco in Uvalde, Castroville, and Bernie. Sunny in 106 today. Right now it's 80 at KTSA. Good morning on 37 North. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 722. It's a little radio program we call Where and Rima, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Well, uh, you know, yesterday we, we I missed it, but thanks to Corey Bush out of uh, Missouri, we were reminded that yesterday was the ninth anniversary of the uh, killing of Michael Brown. Uh, and so she tweeted, today is the ninth anniversary of Mike Brown's killing. He would be alive today if the institutions of racism and white supremacy were eradicated. He should be alive today. We will never forget. We will continue to fight for justice and accountability. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. Every, it's a lie. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. The Obama administration itself investigated. Darren Wilson found nothing wrong. Michael Brown had robbed a convenience store. He, you know, threatened the clerk at the convenience choked store, him. choked him. He fought with Darren Wilson, who, by the way, had saved the life of an African-American infant uh, prior to encountering Michael Brown. So if he's a racist, he really sucks at it. And Michael Brown attacked him in his vehicle and tried to grab his gun, and he shot him. That is precisely what happened. I forget who the uh, uh, commentator was. Uh, a lot of people responded to her tweet, but basically brought up the whole, you know, Goebbels thing that if you just repeat the bullcrap over and over and Matt over Walsh. again. Matt Wel- Walsh. 
eventually it will become the truth. But there was nothing racial about the death of Michael Brown at all. Obama still uh, peddles this bullcrap. Biden, I'm sure, has to. All good liberals do. And it's an absolute lie. You know, the whole hands up, don't shoot thing. I remember I have the picture in my head right now on CNN and MSNBC, them behind the desk. Remember Rachel Maddow and all of them with their hands in the yes. air? Going, hands God. up, don't shoot. Hands <sighs> up, don't shoot. And it was all based on a complete, absolute 100% lie. Yeah. No telling how many lives Darren Wilson saved that day by killing Michael Brown. Because Michael Brown was out. He was a criminal. He was a criminal, and he was out to hurt somebody. He was going to hurt somebody. He, he tried to kill the guy at the bodega that he yeah. robbed for cigars. Cigars. Right. And uh, to, then he was going to kill Darren Wilson. There's no doubt in my mind, as I sit here today, Sean Ryma, there's no doubt in my mind he wanted to shoot Darren Wilson right then and there. Probably. I mean, he, great, he went for his gun. If my right. lily white ass went down the street and did everything Michael Brown did that day, I'd be dead today, too. Correct. You know, As you well should yes, be. Yes. I mean, uh, my God. They're shameless. And you know what else? Yeah. There, there is racism in this country, and there is racism against African Americans. But when you peddle this crap and you lie about racism in cases where it does not exist like this whole systemic racism thing which if we actually had a racial uh, racist system would cory bush be a congressperson congressperson no uh you dilute actual racism going on in this country you you, you know th- that's what it is it's it's bull crap it's a lie it's populist and i it makes me nauseous but here's why she does it same reason Jesse Jackson, God yes. God bless his soul, you know, because he's got severe dementia right now. And the same reason that Al Sharpton does it, she does it for the same reason, fundraising. Well, gotta money, make, yeah. yeah. Gotta, I got to make a talk. Well, yeah, that's, look, she lives off of that, and that's why she's in office is because that's what she does. She's a race-baiting Democrat, and that's what they do. Race baiting Democrats, they do this in order to get get money, get attention, and get votes. But you know, it's interesting. She tweeted about the anniversary of Michael Brown, a criminal's death. Did she tweet anything about nine eleven lately? Is she, no, you know, know, we had a comment on that day on, on December seventh. <laughs> did she tweet anything on December seventh about remember what happened to us at Pearl Harbor? Nah, that's no. just a bunch of white people that that's right. uh, dealt with that. That's right. yeah. But oh, Michael Brown, who was a criminal. His death, the anniversary of his death, oh, my God, remember that day. Their own Justice Department and the Civil Rights Commission, if I remember correctly, of, the, of, of Eric Holder's uh, Justice Department. That's correct. Okay, investigated and found <sighs> nothing racial at all. That's right. That's exactly and that right. is an inconvenient truth to, to these people. What does Cori Bush do? Nothing. What has she actually done <laughs> since she's been in Nothing. office? She's a race baiter. What problem has she solved? She has not. Whose life has she actu- actually lifted up with a piece of legislation? She hasn't at all. She's like AOC. Yeah. You know, they, they talk a lot. They scream a lot. Do their stupid videos. That's it. But they you don't know. do anything to help anybody. You know who they're helping? They're helping themselves. Yeah. Probably making a bunch of money all of Bernie, uh, Bernie oh. Sanders. Oh, we'll talk about yeah. that. We'll get to you that know, guy. That kind of stuff. They're probably you know up to their eyebrows and all of that as well. I got nothing good to say about them because they're just cheap. You know, yeah. you call them skeezers. I, I agree, man. That's a, that. They're just cheap, and uh, and they have no. They serve no good purpose being in the in the United States Congress. In fact, if anything at all, they defame the United States Congress. The men who created the United States Congress would roll over in their graves. They knew these people were there.
Yeah, they would. They really would. And let me ask you this, you know, uh, they're, they're basically indoctrinating a, an entire generation of young African-Americans, uh, okay? That's true. That In the idea that they are always victims, they can't do anything without the help of the government because there's so much racism. Uh, you also uh, deserve to loot and tear the crap out of any given town you want to because of slavery and Jim Crow. They're really screwing over an entire generation of young people. And that's why more and more African-American parents are showing up at these uh, uh, these school board meetings and raising their voices. Yeah, You know, it's madness, yeah. man. Well, she's mad. She's crazy. Yeah. All right, a quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up for you here on KTSA. You know, at BG Products, you get the best protection for your vehicle. Right now in the summertime, 106 every day, you know, lots of sunshine, it's hot, and your vehicle is running super hot in the engine, and that's bad. That's real bad on engines, and that's why you want to have something inside the engine that adds to the lubrication of the oil. Oils break down, viscosity breaks down, all that kind of stuff. I won't get into all that. But as it breaks down, you become uh, inside the engine goes uh, metal to metal. And that creates a lot of heat. And the next thing you know, you got wear and tear on the engine, and it's going to cost you a lot of money to repair it or replace it. And, man, you don't want to have to do that. Get the best protection that money can buy is with BG products. You don't install it yourself. You don't have to go to any special shop. You can go to your shop of your choosing, and they'll have the BG there available for you. All you got to do is ask for it. And they've got a great uh, fuel system cleaner, too, that helps improve your gas mileage. With BG, findashop.com. The healthiest patients in summer of 1980. Gary Newman. Here I am in my car. Things were so wonderfully weird back then. Yeah. <laughs> I connect these songs to whatever radio station I was at. Plus, right, I right. Kono at the time playing this. Right. Uh, 737 now. We're wearing Rima here on uh, KTSA. Uh, Jimmy was just telling me that Southwest Airlines is giving people $157 flights out of Maui to Las Vegas to get them off the island uh, today. Right. I don't know. I'm 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 in um, I'm in strange territory. Nancy could tell us, but I I, I that's probably a thousand dollar flight usually on a normal wow, day. I would imagine at least. So 157 bucks yeah. ain't bad. Maybe they'll do it for free, Southwest. After all the stuff we've been through lately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I want to play some sound from my brother, Sean Ryan. Yes. Yeah, I came across some stuff last night I thought you might want to hear. Okay. Okay. Lay it on me, man. Okay, so let's start with, <clears throat> uh, Jimmy, let's let's start with uh, cut number five, because with this one, Joe's talking about this was after he had left the Weather Channel and was now fundraising, <laughs> and he was talking about what a great job he's doing with Bidenomics. No, it's great. Yeah. Doing, doing a bang-up job with That's the economy right. there, sir. But uh, you know how he is. <clears throat> well, this is how he is. Go ahead. This should make more than $400,000 a year. Uh, <laughs> federal taxes aren't going to bump a single penny. Guess what? I did all this without raising anybody's taxes in the middle class. And one other thing. During this process, I cut the federal budget in two years by $1.7 trillion. Okay, first of all, it's uh, it's creepy because he does that. I hate when he does that. That's so weird, man. Not, and not in a fun way, man. No. That's just creepy. No, he's a creep. Yeah, he is. Total creep, dude. But <clears throat> he didn't cut the federal budget by $1.7 trillion. That's just an absolute lie. He did not. COVID money stopped going out the door. Right. That's all that happened. That's it. Yesterday it was announced that the deficit under Joe Biden from last year to this year, last year to yesterday, went up $1.3 trillion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know the problem, though, cut number four. The problem that we have, way too many people are working. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. There he is. The problem was too many people are working. Our 
What in the, what? Working people are working, making too much money. You got too much, too many people working, and working people working, making too much money. That's so. That's why a loaf of bread costs eleven dollars. Is problem. that what he's trying to say? Yeah. Now, in cut number three, um, people will that understand football will will get this because apparently there was a football player there yesterday, and of course, when there's somebody there like an astronaut, you know, I I flew around the moon ten times, you know. <laughs> Me and Tom Hanks. Listen, not a joke, not a joke. <laughs> when Neil and I set foot on the moon, <laughs> you know how I said, is. Neil, this is this is blank and big, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a blank and big deal That's being right. on the moon. Sure, there was a football player there yesterday, so Joe had to, of course, you know how great a football player he was. Show, you know. <laughs> so first of all, those who understand football will will get the, the get how stupid this is. He said he's glad he was a flanker back, back and not didn't have him on the other side of the ball as the tight end. Flanker back and tight end play on the same side. They're oh, both they do. Offensive. I don't even know what a flanker is. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he doesn't know what a flanker is either. <laughs> They're both offensive players. But anyway, it's did, just, you know. Did he even play football, or is he just pulling yeah. out oh, of no, the spot? You no, know, he played. Oh, he did? He, well, he was... He, he he was on the team. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. There's a difference between yeah. playing and being on the team. Rudy was on the team at Notre Dame with Joe Montana. Yeah. Rudy played one time. Right. Exactly. One down. Exactly. Wow, right. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So there it is. Uh, so, some of the sound. I already played for you the deuce. Oh, I know who I wanted you to hear. How about cut number one? Um, because we had all that stuff come down yesterday, the $20 million, which we'll cover in a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you talked about it at 9 because I was listening to your show yeah. yesterday. But I want to point to Kazakhstan on something. But here's what Donald Trump is saying about China and Joe. China, I Joe. believe we have a compromised president. I believe he is so petrified of China because they know how much money has been given to him. Yes. And they know where it is. And I tell you, Jamie Comer's done an incredible job. Jim Jordan, they've done an incredible job. But... They found, as of today, I think $32 million that went into his accounts and the various accounts of the family. That's a tremendous amount of money. And nothing was done for it. It was just a bribe. It's just a bribe extortion and a bribe. When you see him talking about the billion dollars for the prosecutor, I'm amazed nothing was ever done. You know, you talk about quid pro quo. That was quid pro quo. All right. So, well, um, well, and there's but, more to this, but I wanted to just point this out real quick and let you crack on it. So... Yesterday, while you and I were on the show, it was announced that they came up with another $20 million <laughs> yeah. that went into the Biden's accounts, yeah. right, from yeah. various countries, Kazakhstan, Chinese, Russian, Romanians, Ukrainians, okay? Strange. Ah. Odd that. All this comes together and goes into the Biden accounts. Andy Biggs from Arizona says he thinks it's right around $100 million so far. <laughs> Joe Biden went in uh, 50 years ago into the Senate, 50 yeah. years ago, 30 years old, and didn't have anything to two nickels to rub together. Now he's a hugely multi 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 millionaire, uh, being in the Senate. Obviously, he's selling himself and he's selling U.S. policy. Give to the Bidens, and you get policy. Now, he and Hunter met with the Kazakhstans. Yes, right? this was all uncovered by Comer. After the meeting is over with, after the dinner is over with, they weren't talking about the weather. The Kazakhstans wrote a huge check to the Biden, whatever, whatever companies or however they did it. 
Hunter takes 172000 of that and goes and buys himself a Porsche <laughs> and then videos himself driving 172 miles an hour smoking crack. That's great. Out of what a, a class crack, act. But pretty interesting that this week, Joe Biden takes a million acres of land over by the uh, Grand Canyon, that's why he was there, and sets it aside. It was land that we were mining uranium from. Right. We have to have uranium for our nukes to protect right. the country for nuclear power, which is clean energy, and for cancer treatments. Right. We have to have uranium. We have to. But instead of us mining our own uranium now, we're going to be buying even more of it from Kazakhstan. Strange, huh? Look, look, Trump's absolutely right, okay? The Biden boys like to think that they're these great heavyweights and mafiosi, but here's the deal, okay? They're owned. That's what's at play here. Yeah, they've been making a lot of money off of uh, folks like China for a long time, okay, especially China, and China owns his ass because Trump's right. They know all the dirty laundry. They know all the money. They know all the favors. Okay, they got the goods on Joe Biden. He's pegged. And so he pretty much has to do everything they tell him to do without any opposition. There's really no other way to explain why he'd let a freaking spy balloon traipse across the country for, what, three days or two days and circle around our military sites. He can't do anything against China because they own him. We have He is completely a compromised president sitting in the Oval Office. Um, he has allowed tons, and I've seen all the videos, of young military-aged Chinese men to come across the border into the country illegally. He has not, still has not. This happened last week. The, 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 the news broke of the Chinese installing malware on all of our infrastructure. Oh, yeah, Remember? Yeah. Nobody talked about that a whole lot, but that happened. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> yes. Water and power and all that. So at any moment now, the Chinese could say, turn the power off in San Antonio, turn the water off in Austin, turn the power off in Los Angeles. They could do that because they've installed the malware. He hasn't even said a word. As the president, he has yet to say, she, you better back it down. I'm going to kick your ass. He has yet to do anything. And who was it? I don't remember who it was, but it was absolutely true as far as I'm concerned. The reason he's sending all the money to Ukraine and all the arms to Ukraine is because Zelensky has got the goods on him on that $10 million bribe from Burisma. Yes, he does. And, and again, they're owned. And, and you know what? The closer we get to this election, because do you think China wants Donald Trump back in office? No. Do you think uh, Ukraine wants no. uh, Trump back in office? Do no. any of these characters or these actors, as they call them now, want Trump back in office? Absolutely not. And so between now and then, I, I, I hate to, again, be dark and weird on a Thursday, but baby, something bad's going to happen. They're setting us up. We're being set, set up like a bowling pin here. It's all around you. Yeah, the farmland, uh, the, uh, buying up uh, a property or land outside of our military bases, they own practically most of the major universities in this country. They're allowing guys to traipse across the, the border every day. They're funding it all by selling fentanyl to Mexico and the cartels. You know, we're being set up, man. Something, something is something's afoot, and right now you've got Russia, as we speak, Russia and China has ships off the coast of Alaska. Oh, yeah. Right now, as we speak, the Aleutian Islands, they're sitting there. Right Ch- now. Right. China is our, has said. China and Russia. We, we are with Russia if things go down, right? Remember that? Yeah, and Putin says he wants Alaska back. Yeah, so, you know, 
Buckle your seatbelts, right. kids. Exactly right. Quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. KTSA. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is... KTSA, it is the 10th. Right? The 10th of August. All right. Now we have a plethora. Interesting spate of, uh, <laughs> of holidays to celebrate today. This is uh, my personal favorite. It's National Lazy Day. Okay, that's Sean Day. Focused laziness is vital to your mental health. Of course it is. I have discovered this. And the health of the planet, too. And the health of the planet, too. Of course. So now we have Saturday, Sunday, and Sean Day. That's and right. Sean Day. Exactly. <laughs> should, be a four day work, should be a four-day work week, so we can have Sean Day off, man. That's right. We all just go home and be lazy. Okay. You'll appreciate this one. Uh-huh. National Duran Duran Day. I do like Duran Duran. You are correct, sir. I, I, I do I, like I, them. At the time in the 80s, I didn't think much of them, but I just wasn't listening to that kind of music. Yeah. But in the years since, man, they were good. Yeah. There's. I told James about this. There's a great YouTube video mm-hmm. you can look up, yep. uh, which takes place at some resort somewhere, and there's a guy doing acoustic. And he's, he's singing a Duran Duran song, and Simon Le Bon is yeah. there. No, Have no, you yeah. seen that? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, absolutely. Ama- and he gets up now, and sings with the guy. 1983, I was just jockey here, and there was a club on Northwest Military. I right. can't remember the name of it. Everybody went to it. It right. changed names a bunch of times. But I had my parachute pants on. Yeah. <laughs> and I had my net shirt half cut. No, where, where the, no you didn't. Where the hairy, <laughs> you did. Where the no, hair, you did where not. the hairy belly sticking out. Oh, come on. Yeah, that was the look. And Ugh. and I had my white sneakers on. <laughs> and my parachute pants were, let's see, I think mine were either red or black. But they went That's right. And Nancy oh, had hers on with a white T-shirt. And we went over to that club one night after I got off the air here. And we danced to the reflex. I'll never forget it. It's the first rock, time I heard Duran Duran. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year, they got inducted. They did that song? Well, yeah. anyway, it's a yeah. cool YouTube okay, video. Okay, sorry. Check it out. <laughs> the guy sorry. With, oh, it's all right. Just the take guy me back, with man. I like, I like Duran Duran. You and I could have hung out because I didn't wear the netty things. I was the other guy. <laughs> I was the guy with the desert boots and the bandana yeah. hanging out the back pocket and yeah. the mullet going. Yeah. And the dangling cross here. I never had a mullet. I I never did it. Several mullets. I had long hair, just not a mullet. It's spoil your dog day, James. Okay. Make sure you spoil your dog today. Okay. James. I will, both of them. All right. Uh, Let's see. It's uh, the last one International Vlogging Day. Vlog. Is that even a thing? Do people still vlog? Yeah. Don't they TikTok now? Yeah. That's it. The TikTok is a vlog. Remember when vlogging was the oh, yeah. thing, though, and everybody oh, was, sure. you know, vlogging? Yeah. Yep, yep. Got to get the click. Yep, Got to have yep. the click. All right, so the Native American Guardians Association, NAGA. What's this? Native the... American Guardians okay. Association, NAGA. Hi-ya, hi-ya. Exactly. You know, Elizabeth Warren. Um, <laughs> Sitting bull. <laughs> bull crap. <laughs> Sitting bull crap. They have uh, sent a letter to the Washington Commander's ownership and key leadership. They are formally demanding that the team go back to the Redskins. <laughs> this is this is a this is an Indian group. It's the engines. They wanted to oh, go back. That's so to Redskins. funny, man. They said we didn't we did not ask to be canceled. That was the whole cancel culture. Nobody from our group, the tribes across America, yes. asked to be uh, canceled. We didn't want the name to change from Redskins. That's not offensive to us. Change it back, or else. This is where the story gets real. We're going Miller Light you <laughs> or Bud Light. Bud Light. We're going to Bud Light. We're going to Bud Light you. I bet they will. If you don't turn it back and put Redskins back on them helmets. 
Put the chief back on the helmet. Put the brave. Put the warrior back on the helmet and start calling yourselves the Redskins again. We're going to bud light you. I hope they do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> do you know how many Native Americans I spoke, you know, would come up to me on the East Coast and say the same damn thing? Like, we, we have no problem with the name. I have it all the time. I, I, we, we have them to listen to the show, the early show. We've got a guy in Oklahoma, man. He calls every day. And he just said, that, that's the stupid. He's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. It's so stupid. It's not like they're called the Indian Wussies. No. Okay? They're, they're, it's, a, no. it's a football name. To, you want yes. your football name to be a badass name, right? Well, and it's right. And it, it, it honors warriors. Yes. And it started in 1937, 33, 33. That's when they named that team in 1933. And you said it was the Native American yes. Guardians. Yes, the Guardians <laughs> of well, Native guess, America. Guess what the Cleveland Indians are? The Cleveland Guardians. Oh, oh wow. man. Yeah, they need to go back to the well, Cleveland Indians. I think people on the res are probably having other issues that they need deal, <sighs> dealt you. with other than the name of a freaking football team in well, freaking D.C. We're out of time, but uh, Christy Noam, we, we talked yeah. a lot about her yesterday. There's a lot of reservations, obviously, in South Dakota. Obviously. Right. Right. And she said that the Biden administration is completely ignoring them, and people are dying on the reservations. They are their own nations, right, obviously. Right, right. And, and they need help from the federal government, and he won't even even talk to him. He won't even answer to f- pick up the phone and answer it when they call and say, "Can you help us with this, that, or the other?" Well, that's, you your, gu- that's your guy. And she said, <laughs> you, "Me, people out there, that's, that's your that's your president." She said, "I'm trying to help, but I my hands are lim- you know yeah. tied and limited as a governor." Because they're an right. independent nation. They need help from the federal government, and he won't even talk yeah, to well, them. Well, Andrew Jackson cared more about the Native Americans yeah. than, than Biden does. Custer did. <laughs> Custer, yeah. right, right. Back in a minute, more wearing Rhyme KTSA. This is a saying I like a lot. Yes, I, 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 I want to talk about something at the former Ford Hood in just a couple of seconds. Sure. But before we get there, let's talk about Hawaii for a minute. Yeah, yeah, Just give, yeah. give everybody a real quick update. Uh, not much has changed in terms of the numbers of people that uh, we know are confirmed. Uh, still, number that we, we know of right now is still at 36. Don's been talking about it on the newscast, obviously. I just uh, thought we'd toss our, our two cents in on this. Um, we don't know what started the fire as of yet, right. uh, but really at this point that doesn't matter. What we're going to hear is, is, you know, climate change, and global, uh, global boiling, oh, and God, you're, you're, yeah. you know, your your motorcycle caused this, right. and, and Joe's SUV caused it, and all that, whatever. We're we're going to hear all that kind of stuff. Um, the fact of the matter is, this this place uh, that we're talking about on Maui, the Big Island had some some fires too, but the one on Maui at Lahaina. Uh, that's where the original Hawaiian kingdom was. Right. And Nancy was sending me pictures because she's been a few times, and I never go. I'm going to dry- tell you about that in a second. Right. But um, she has sent me some pictures of this banyan tree that is they, they planted in 1873 uh, back during the Hawaiian kingdom. And it's gorgeous. One part of it, it's all connected. It's all interconnected underground. Right. But above ground, it's one part is like downtown, like you see trees in downtown San Antonio with the pavers that we put around them, right? right? right. That's one part of this tree. But then it's all up and down the coast, right? And it has been scorched. They don't know if it's going to live, if it's going to survive or not. Everything's been scorched in in Lahaina right now. Uh, You and I were just watching some video and some pictures of before and after, how it looked a couple of days ago in Lahaina and how it looks right now. And, you know, the image that came to my head, Hawaii, the images of Pearl Harbor before December 7th and Pearl Harbor after December right. 7th because the smoke is coming up, the destruction 
that's all there. Remember how those pictures were with all the ships parked there before December 7th, and it was nice and peaceful looking. And then after December 7th, the ships and the wreckage are just flown everywhere, and the smoke is billowing right. out, of, uh, out of the ships. Well, that's basically what we see here now. It looks like war. It looks. It does. That's the only way I can describe it is, is it looks like war. Uh, for a natural disaster. And as you said an hour ago, fire does what fire does, and, and that's that's true. This is being spurred on by a hurricane that's not even making landfall. It's just in the area, and it's blowing so hard through there that it's just keeping it's fuel for the fire, obviously, right, with right. oxygen. It's fuel for the fire. So um, it's it, it's really you know quite devastating. I was talking to Don, I guess, uh, a, a couple of years ago when Dusty Hill from ZZ Top died. And then since then, Don's got this thing. You know, he and I are big music guys. You are, too. Sure, yeah. And the thing is, um, w- want to go see these music guys that, you know, you don't know if they're going to oh, be yeah. around, yeah. you know, if you're going to get a chance to see them. And at, looking at these pictures of Lahaina, that's how I feel. I, I've turned down the opportunity a number of times to go to Hawaii because I don't want to leave the show. You know how I am. I don't right, want to leave. Right, right. You keep telling me, take time off, damn it. <laughs> and I never want to because you've got to take so much time to go down there. It's a 10-day trip or a 12-day trip. I never want to. <clears> but I, I have, you know – because you're looking at stuff that just you, you don't know what it's if it's going to be there tomorrow you yeah, know yeah you know and i i've never been either you know my my nephew lived there for a while <laughs> my dad one of my earliest memories my old man was stationed in hawaii uh, during the korean era uh, he was an instructor and i grew up with these eight millimeter films movies from hawaii my dad on the beach and i remember one of the, uh, the, the he, he, blue whale he was out in the canoe fishing and a blue whale came up on wow. him just a magnificent place. I've yeah. never been there either. Uh, I, you know, I was, when you were talking about musicians, I, I, I suddenly remembered. I mean, Willie's got property out there. I don't know what. We were what talking Island, about that this morning. He's yeah. not on Maui, is he? I don't think he is. Uh, I, I think it is. We were talking is he about on the, Maui. Well, I was going to look it up. We, we, Jimmy was telling. We were talking about. I brought it up. I said, right. you know, Willie's got a place down there. Yeah. And uh, Woody Harrelson goes down there with yeah. him all the time. Owen Wilson goes with him all the time. They all hang out down there. And I don't know. I, I, I we don't know. We don't have any idea. Right. We're, we're checking into it to find out. Yeah, it just popped into my head, uh, yeah. like, wow, damn. Yeah, we were talking about that this morning. But, you know, yeah, it's a magnificent place. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have a – my reaction now to things like this is uh, uh, value every second of every day. I mean, whether you're in Hawaii or you're here, you're surrounded by miracles and wonderful things and blessings every day. And it, you know, sometimes uh, – and I'm obviously no fan of fire. You know, it took my brother. It's, it's, it's yeah. sometimes things happen and yeah. – it's all gone. Yeah. So, you know, every moment of every day that you're here, I mean, every day, everywhere you go is paradise. Right. That's not all, that's, you know, God bless them, but your paradise is right here in front of you <laughs> as well and be thankful for it because any given moment something like this can happen. Well, and see, that's my point is that there's so many things that I uh, want I want to see. Like, I haven't been to the birthplace of our country. Right. Now, D.C.? W- well, no, the birthplace, oh, like Boston. Oh, that Bo- whole, oh, Boston, right, right, that right. That whole area up there where the – you know Boston Tea Party, the, the whole Northeast, right? That oh, whole yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. I have not. I've never done it, and you know me. I, I love this country. There's a lot I'm, of I'm history, man. Right. And I've <laughs> a never lot gone. Of history, yeah. I've never gone. I've been to New York. I've been to, right. You know uh, Pennsylvania, but I've never gone to the birthplace of our country. I want to see the Roman Colosseum. Yeah. I gotta go see the Roman Colosseum. No, you I've should. never you been to, man. Be- and, and now I'm looking at these things, going, "Well, you, something like this could happen." Yeah. I'm not saying it is going to oh, happen. No, 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 I want yeah, it. Yeah. I'm saying, but you never know. So yeah. go, go, go. You know, quit saying no. Go. Yeah, I, no, I agree. <laughs> and, and I'll get up earlier for you to go. <laughs> I appreciate. I won't that. be happy about it, but I'll do it. <laughs>
And, well, and you can take time off, you know. I, I mean, and, it wouldn't bother me, but I, 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 you know, you should. I, I just, I, 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 I've never wanted to leave work for any, you know, extended period of time. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. Yeah, well, it's, start. it's healthy for you, you know. And again, uh, you see situations like this, and you realize just how precious wow. it all is. <laughs> And, me, fragile. I, I, and fragile. I have no desire to go anywhere anymore. I, I, you can't even get me out of my neighborhood right now, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. You know, I, I just again, the 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 beauty and the the poetry of life is right in front of you, and and these folks are are having their whole world turned upside down in a, in a heartbeat. It's and horrible. It's, it's absolutely horrible. You know, it really brings you perspective. <laughs> you looked up Willie's place. He's on the North Shore, uh, but they call it East Maui. So. It's near the town of Hana, mm-hmm. but yeah, he is on. Oh Maui. wow! So there oh, you go, man. Yep. Oh man, I hope everything's all right. Yeah, have to reach out to him later. Yep. Say, yep. Right. <clears throat> okay. Um, so um, there's a cook shortage at uh, what what was known as Fort Hood, right. right, right up the road. And so our our trainees up there for the army have been going hungry because well we can't cook for food we can't we we can't provide food for them now. Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, remember when he came into office, his top priority was getting rid of white supremacy in his military. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and since that time, I didn't know he meant he's going to starve him to death, but mm, wow. uh, since that time, you and I both hear from people all the time how they go through all this woke training in the military. Right, right. That's all about, you know, tranny crap and everything else that's all, that the focus is on this woke training. And we can't even feed the guys at Fort Hood who are training to fight for the former. It's always going to be Fort Hood to me. I'm just telling you. Right, right. It's always going to be that to me. And so uh, I was infuriated reading this report how these guys, if they're going to eat, they get their lunch break, which is very quick. I mean, they're training to be warriors. Right. And they get in their cars if they have a car. Most of them don't because they're visitors. They're only here for a short amount of time. And they have to run about 45 minutes away to get a meal and then drive 45 minutes back and make it back before their next appointment while they're training to fight for this country. And, Sean, that just chaps me to no end when you think about Lloyd Austin focusing in on white supremacy and all this woke crap, and he can't even get enough food and cooks put together to feed the guys that have joined up. They volunteered to go fight for this country, and we can't even feed them. Meanwhile... In New York, in the New York Post this morning, oh God, there's a story, and it's it, this is in my mind. I interconnect all this. In New York, you got a guy out of Venezuela, and this is he's speaking for a bunch of folks, an illegal immigrant. Says, "Hey, life is good, man. They're staying at the McCarran Place Center, which is a hotel funded by taxpayers." God. And they have full access to everything at the hotel. So, man, they take their kids, they go down to swimming pool, they get up around noon. And they go down, he makes $700 a week. He makes, as an illegal immigrant, he's making $700 a week. Takes the kids down to the swimming pool, and they swim, all this stuff. And you know what he said? He said, the food here is really good. I bet it is. So they get fed God. off of U.S. taxpayers. They get fed as an illegal immigrant living in those hotels in New York. And we can't even feed the guys who are training to fight for this country. You, you know, you, you look at whether it's the VA or it's, it's this nonsense. They can't feed the troops or it's all this woke crap they're having to endure. And have we not noticed a theme that really with this rabble that's currently uh, driving this country over a cliff, that the military are the last people to be considered for anything? Our vets are the last people to be considered for anything. 
we're letting people stroll across the border and they're getting nice hotel rooms in NYC. And how many of our military vets are living under an overpass? Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's it's it, But that's who they are. They hate the military. You, you got a leadership in place right now that also, even though they're of the military, they obviously hate the military too. If you're going to roll into your leadership position on the Joint Chiefs and you're saying that the military is so rife with racism and anti-gender stuff that you've got to roll in there and fix it, you've gone into office with the idea that the military sucks. So, you know, it's par for the course. Of yeah. course we're not feeding them at, at Fort Hood. You know, every time a Democrat gets into office of the Democrat administration, they destroy the military. They do. And a Republican has to come along and fix it. We think about Jimmy Carter, and here came Ronald Reagan, and on and on it goes, and how many times that's had to happen and why. And I'll just use their word. Bill Clinton used that word. Obama's administration used the word. This administration has used the word. They despise the military. They do. That's their word. Well, they do. I mean, I, I got a cousin who worked for Colin Powell on, on, on the Joint Chiefs in his time, and he said the Clintons hate us. Yeah, right. He said morale is in the toilets, and this was during the Clinton era. Uh, I imagine it got worse during the Obama era, and it's got to be at a fever pitch now. I don't know why anybody would want to be want to be in the military with this piece of crap commander in chief right now. Not feeding, or Millie. Not they feeding guys who joined up to fight for us. They can't feed them, man. Well, throw them some hot pockets, baby. Make sure those migrants in New York are getting lobster. There you go. I'm talking about Church Funeral Home and what a great uh, group this is. It's your family funeral home. They are here. They're very attentive. They will take care of your family. When your family needs a funeral planning service, you got to have somebody you can trust and you can rely on. Somebody who's going to answer the phone and emails when you have questions. Somebody who's going to have the flexibility of meeting with you when you can meet with them because you got so much going on at that time. And Church Funeral Home is all about that. You know, they bend over backwards. They literally bend over backwards to make sure that you get what you need at that moment. And when it comes to pre-planning and pre-need, that's an important component too. Uh, sitting down with them, planning out your own funeral. Not something that's, you know, impending and, you know, right around the corner. But, you know, having a plan in place so your kids don't have to. And paying for it, too, so your kids don't have to do that either. You've done it all, and Church Funeral Home will help walk you through that process as well. They, bottom line is they're going to be there when you need them. Whenever that is, whether it's today, tomorrow, or five years from now, they're here to take care of you at your family funeral home. That's Church Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. Sunny at 106 today. Right now it's 80 at KTSA. Good morning on 30. By the way, make it right over to Plato. You know, I, I need something easy to hit here. Don't put it right over. Don't don't get, don't hit me on the outside corner over there. Now, don't no, make me stretch for this one. It's another sad story, Trey, What's out of Italy. Mm. And I'm learning Italian right now. I got me some Italian CDs because I figured learning Spanish in San Antonio is redundant. Yes, it is. So I'm learning Italian. Although there's some All similarities. Right. There, well, 80% similarity. There you so go. So if, if I could understand Italian, I might be able to understand what my wife is saying. Mm. An Italian cheesemaker, Giacomo uh, Ciapparini, Giancano, uh, Giancamo, I think is how you say it, Ciapparini, 74 years of age. He's a cheesemaker. Comes from a long line of cheesemakers. Was. Well, he died. He was crushed by wheels of cheese. He was in one of the uh, cheese warehouses where they make a certain kind of cheese that the family is very, very famous for. It's like a Parmesan. I know that's shocking. And uh, each wheel of cheese uh, weighs about 84 pounds, according to the BBC. And uh, he was in his uh, uh, warehouse trying to, he was using a machine of some kind 
to uh, uh, move the cheese, and the cheese fell over and crushed him. Yeah. Crushed him. About 15,000 wheels of cheese fell on this dude. Yeah. It took him a couple days to even find the guy. Uh, there, uh, actually, about 12 hours before they actually located his body. I'm not mocking the guy dying. No. Uh, they're down about $7 million also. they got to figure out what, the, what to do with the cheese. All I'm going to say yeah. is that, well, if you are a cheesemaker and you are in your 70s, eh, is getting killed by cheese such a bad thing? I mean, yeah, I'm just saying it's... <laughs> What are you talking I'm about? I'm saying if you're a cheesemaker, what, what better way to go out <laughs> than to be crushed by a bunch of cheese, man? <laughs> I wouldn't want the guy to be dead because a bunch Don, of Genoa fell on him. Can, you know? can, can, I get, can I get a what the hell's wrong with you, please? <laughs> I'm just saying if you're a cheesemaker, <laughs> that's get, the way to go. Give me one. Give me one, so please. So you're saying you have no problem with the guy getting crushed I, by a giant sad, wheel of cheese? It's sad, but he was a cheesemaker. Yeah. Oh he has problems pronouncing his name. You better listen to those CDs. I, Chaperini, Now he's making stuff yeah. up. He, he, look, these cheese wheels. You've seen them because you go to H-E-B to the deli. I go, I go to the, big. You go to the Gucci H-E-B che- yeah. uh, at 1604 in Bandera, and they, right. got, they got this kind no, of cheese. No, they got them all over. You go to H-E-B to the deli, and they got these wheels. And, they man, 17,000 of them fell on top of the man. And they're, they are. They're hard and as a rock. they like making fun of it. Yes, he's I'm making fun of it. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying if you're a cheesemaker. Making fun of a dead man. Would you yeah. would you want a stack of hot pockets to fall on you, or a, a bunch of your own cheese? Well, the hell is wrong with you? Ma- that's like say, you saying, thank you. Yeah, I was waiting for that's that. That's like you saying, well, you know, if, if I'm going to die, I want to die by having Trey Ware fall on me. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> no, well, you know, or a, micro- host a or show a, with or Trey or Ware, a, or a microphone falls on my head. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. We, we have already decided that I get the, the bottom bunk. Oh, the re-education at the yeah, FEMA okay. camps. Yeah, so that will not happen. The, so yeah. I'm just saying. Well, it could be an unfortunate ice skating incident. Not, I don't know. Not that still. I would want him falling on me. Okay. Well, you wouldn't even notice, man. You're <laughs> a pretty so rugged guy. Started or something <laughs> in my death throes. I'm just saying. If you're a cheesemaker, that's a good way to. That's a good death. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so at all. <laughs> you're crushed to death under cheese. He didn't feel nothing, and man. It was twelve thousand okay. pounds of cheese. You, you see, and see that would that would that would have been the other side of that. What if he would have felt something? I mean, you know, you don't know. He well, might have been, been down there under. He might have struggled for a bit. You know, yeah. I'm just, but you know, when you're talking about hard parmesan. <laughs> Could have been melted cheddar, and then he wouldn't have felt anything. He could have nice. climbed right yeah. out. Would we be up? talking about this if, if it had been queso? You know, I'm, well, I'm just saying. Uh, well, I guess in the yes, in San Antonio. Somebody, yeah, somebody that works at, you know, the pudding factory dies <laughs> in a giant vat of tapioca. Come right. on. Like if Bill Cosby, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> was crushed by a bunch of pudding. A snack pack. <laughs> First off, nobody would give Jello. a crap. Jello. Well, <laughs> it's just, you know, he's a cheesemaker. Well, you know what's funny, though? Is so what you're him. saying is the car mechanic, if the car falls on a car mechanic and kills him, he should feel no, okay about I'm, that. I'm, oh, he died I'm, doing what he no, wants. Yeah, I'm just hey, saying hey, this wrong one, with you? in this I'm one right. instance, <laughs> that's pretty cool. You know, if you're going to no, go, go, check not, out. It's not cool. He was 74 and rich. He had his a great life. Son, I work on boats, him. and the boat fell over on top of me and drowned me underneath the I'm just, he was a cheesemaker. <laughs> Secondly, this is why I have a fear of Home Depot because I'm always scared one of those big, heavy things pallets is going to fall on my ass. Right. So you know, I, let, me, kinda, let me tell but, you something real quick about that? that because I was at Home Depot last week after you had said that to me, <laughs> and I got to looking around. You got nervous, dude. You know he's right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of heavy it crap up it there. It didn't used to be that way. Yeah, right. But, but I'm looking up there going, 
that whatever that is up there is half hanging off. If that tipped off, tipped over, it's half it'd crush there. you like a bunch of cheese. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want a Bolin's lawn tractor falling on me as yeah, I walk so I don't. Yeah. All right. or, or the weed eater. Yeah. I don't want yeah. weed eaters or cheese falling on me. I'm just saying. And a little sprayer thing you spray the bugs with, I don't want that on yeah. top of me. But no, However, yeah. Rima thinks it's totally appropriate if you get crushed by I'm, several wheels right. of cheese. Yeah, I'm no, just he's, saying he's a, he was a cheese maker. Now, they are $7 million in the hole, so they may have, they may have to you know, cut the cheese a bit uh, as far as production. <laughs> Uh, over the next cheese season, I I was waiting for the cut the cheese yeah. line. It was just, we were all sitting here yeah, waiting. The only reason I brought this up was to get there. Was to get the there. cheese. Was yeah. work in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I got to cut their cheese. He, he actually really do, does feel bad about the man's demise. No, he doesn't. But he nah, felt it really. necessary to throw in. Well, you know, they have to cut the cheese. I wonder you. when it fell on top of him if he cut the cheese before I bet he died. You in his final Did he cut the cheese? Of, I bet you in his final seconds of life, ah, I should have cut the cheese. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the fire department used the jaws of life to cut the cheese when they put them. You know, let's just take a break. I, we, we're going to have to. I, I was going to go before you, Rima. It was a Gouda death. I was going to go before you. <laughs> I was going to go before you. But now I'm going to wait until you're gone because I don't want you making fun of me this way. I'm not going to make fun of you. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, want a you bunch are. of motorcycles no, you're to fall going on first. you. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. See? If you're a cheesemaker. <laughs> he wants a motorcycle not, to fall on my head. Why not check out with a bunch of cheese falling on you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. Get out of here for a minute and go cut the I, cheese. I, I, he was also lactose intolerant, so he probably was not only crushed but irritated. Jimmy, I, I, I'm, I'm taking a break right now. No, this I, is I got to go to church and light a candle for this yeah. man yeah. and then get the right. rosary to say prayers for Sean. No Scusi, scusi. Okay, I want to tell you about Amogee Bank and what a great family bank they are to take care of you at Amogee Bank and your friends will be there to answer your questions for your family at Amogee Bank. Whatever it is you need, they're there for you and they'll you can email them 24 7 i've done it you can email them on the weekends they get right back to you the first uh, first hour of business i mean they really are attentive to your needs and especially when it's your family um now totally into the family-run business thing i believe in it strongly we have family I, I, you know i grew up in family-run businesses from six years on you know and I believe in family-run businesses for the success of a family, independence of a family, those kinds of things, a financial legacy to pass on to family members, etc. And your friends over at Amogee Bank, they do too. And that's why you can depend on them to help you with your family business bank. Uh, you know, if you don't know anything about being in business, you don't know how to market a product or a service or anything, they can help you with all that kind of stuff. And when it comes to the money, they have more than $12 billion in assets, so they're strong, they're reliable, and they are going to be here to work with you to help you become all the success that you want to be in your family-run business. That's Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Simply the best or less. Martin. Dreaming on your Amazon Echo. Broadcasting live from the surface of the sun, we're wearing Rima, GSA. <laughs> hey, just a couple of quick things, yeah. Sure. Utah man Craig DeLoe Robertson shot dead by the FBI after posting on Facebook credible Joe Biden death threats ahead of the president's visit to Salt Lake City. Um, okay, a couple of things. First of all, I don't know whether this guy was really a threat to the president or not. Right. Uh, I have not been able to see because we can't access everything that he had to say because the FBI took all that down. Right, right. Uh, the FBI has not been forthcoming on what actually happened where they went to his house they threw smoke bombs and those flash grenades and all that and then shot him and killed him. But we don't know the details of whether or not he tried to kill any FBI agents. or We don't know. We, right. we have no idea. 
Second part of that is I don't trust the FBI as far as I can see them right now. Sorry, guys, but, you know, you guys have earned it. I'm talking about the, the upper echelon of the FBI. Right. You've earned it. So I, I really – I'm real questionable. You know, I, I question everything you guys are doing right now. There's a head, headline story on Fox News this morning about how – Christopher Ray apparently lied again about going after Catholics. He said he didn't do it, but there's all kinds of memos now. Oh, I saw that. Saying yeah. that he did. They intentionally were going after Catholics. So I don't believe him. But it, whatever, whatever the case may be, he may have been a guy that was out after the president. He might have he been. Uh, but here's, here's my commentary on it. Um, within minutes of the FBI shooting and killing him, his picture was disseminated by the FBI. All the posts that he allegedly put up threatening the president, they were putting that stuff out, controlling the flow of information. Manifesto, whatever, all I mean, blah, blah, blah. All that was put out. It, within minutes, he's a Trump supporter, or was a Trump supporter, apparently. Right. That's what they're saying. It was a Trump supporter. Nah. But a tranny whack job chick can walk into a Christian school in Nashville and shoot a bunch of kids up there and we still, months later, don't see her manifesto, do we? Well, why is that? You know, so, it seems like there's a couple of different standards operating at one time. Throughout the entire country. You know. In fact, here's another one. Here's another two-standard two deal. Uh, January 6th committee destroyed the records, the videos, et cetera, et cetera. Right. All the communications they were having with the Trump White House, the Department of, of Justice. Uh, they destroyed all of their videos, all of the depositions, all of the stuff that they created, that corrupt fraud of a show that they put on, which, to my, to, the way I look at this, Sean, all of January 6th was a setup to bag Trump. Oh, I believe it. From the very get-go, the agents were embedded there. They were in plain clothes. Right. They made that thing happen so that they could create this whole thing. And then leading up to this show that the Democrats put together. But isn't this interesting? They go to Mar-a-Lago, right, and they raid Mar-a-Lago with the FBI, and they had their guns out and the lights and everything else to raid Mar-a-Lago because they were concerned that there could be some documents that might be destroyed. Huh? Well, you know. But they again, can destroy all the documents they well, want sure. to. Well, sure. And, you know, you, you think about what used to stand for journalism in this country. And if this were true at any other era, in any other era, and if this were certainly, it certainly would be true if this were a Republican uh, bunch of folks scrubbing this, this, uh, this evidence, journalists and investigative journalists yeah. across the board would be outraged. Yeah. They'd want to know what happened. You, right. you what? You destroyed all the evidence? Right. Why did you do that? Right. But again, right now, it doesn't matter, man. Well, see, Benny, Politics poisons everything. That's it. Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney were the co-heads of that committee. Remember? Yeah, that whole well, thing, yeah, that yeah. show, that whole fraud? Well, guess what? Destroying that stuff, and, and they had written that they were going to keep it, that right. it was not going to be destroyed. It was going to the National Archives and all that. All of it was destroyed. That's a felony. So raid them. Raid both of them. Raid everybody on that committee. And lock all of them up because if they destroyed all that evidence, if all that's true and they destroyed yeah. all of that, they committed felonies. And they charged Donald Trump with just having those documents. None of those documents were destroyed that he had. Right. If they destroyed documents and videotape and all that evidence, they should be charged with a felony. Well, absolutely they should. We just had the year anniversary of the Mar-a-Lago raid, I think, a few days ago at some point, And uh, they're still complaining about that. But the thing that I can't really divine from this whole thing is why they say because they weren't right you said legally obligated mm -hmm. to hold on to That's it exactly. that doesn't answer why mm -hmm. because there is no why correct why did you feel compelled 
did you need disk space? I mean, what, why, what was, what's the why as to why you felt the need to just, it doesn't matter whether you could or couldn't do it. Right. Legally. The question is, why did you do well, that? Well, I have the answer to it, and it's not the same answer they would give. Sure. The, the, the truth, the, the true answer is that plenty of those witnesses who had gone behind closed doors and given their testimony about it came out and said once they saw the finished product that they had edited and changed their story completely yeah. around from what they told behind closed doors to fit their narrative. So those stories were all edited. The video was edited. Their depositions yeah. were edited to say something completely different. Remember <clears throat> when Donald Trump was grabbing the steering wheel of the beast away from the – Oh, and, God. And punching, that was a, a, punching a Secret Service agent. That was absurd. Right. Not to mention they cleverly or not so cleverly edited out most of the speech he gave on the Capitol Correct. steps as far as the, right. the ramp up to this. That's right. They're horrible people, and, and again, uh, it, it's not surprising they yeah. would want to basically just erase all this crap because probably there's whole a whole lot of evidence there that it was a setup. Yeah. That's one of the things that uh, uh, got Tucker Carlson kicked out of Fox. Yeah. Is he was showing surveillance video of the Capitol Police uh, leading the QAnon shaman around on a guided tour, basically on that day, opening the doors, opening the doors for him. Hey, let in. me see if I can unlock this door yeah. for you. So yeah. uh, obviously they needed to get rid of all that stuff because that whole thing didn't exactly go as planned That's for right. them. So I'm not a legal expert, uh, nor do I play one on the radio, <laughs> but. I just have a question as to whether or not if you are running for office and you're receiving campaign donations. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're taking those campaign donations, and it just so happens that your wife starts a 501c3 think tank, which, you know, think tanks do nothing. Absolutely well, especially this one. Nothing, right? Apparently, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and so you're receiving this money from your donors, and then you're – contributing that money to your wife's 501c3 that does nothing and she's turning around and paying your son a couple of hundred grand a year to run this think tank that does nothing now to me now i don't know sean ryman because i'm not a legal expert that seems like money laundering to me of campaign yeah, funds kind of smells of that a smidge oh. and uh you know with a guy like bernie sanders who can't shut up about corporate america and wall street and capitalism sucks and they got to tear the whole system down and and turn it into a socialist socialist state the guy is laundering money from his own campaign to his stepson through this this think tank and apparently 40 percent of all the money they take in goes to salaries uh, and as far as where the other 60% goes, they can't figure it out because they, they're not producing any material. They've uploaded two videos to YouTube over the past, I think, two or three years. They don't appear to be doing anything. There's not even any policy stuff. They're, they're supposed to be putting okay. out policy stuff, publishing right. policy stuff and propping up other organizations that are, quote, pro-democracy, and they're not doing any of that. Now, you think about Bernie Sanders, who's, you know, Democrat, socialism, we got to tear down capitalism, we got to go with socialism. He owns four homes <laughs> worth millions of dollars. He's a real rich, he's a very wealthy anti-capitalist. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It goes back to Biden. It's just what they do. Yeah, that's exactly Especially right. Especially guys like that. This is just what you do. Yeah. You make money through the through your time Stone in office. Bags. Yes, they are. Absolutely. You know, in safe showers, you get exactly that. You get a safe shower and wonderful service from Chris and Joan Edlin. They are the owners of safe showers. So you simply give them a call at 210-655-1111. 
You design that safe shower. Now, they'll help you, of course, obviously, but you pick the colors and the fixtures and the lighting and all that stuff. You want seats in there. You want grab bars. I recommend grab bars. You want shelves for the shampoo and the soap and all that. Okay, they can do all of that. Build it into your safe shower. Okay, then they go to work building your safe shower. As soon as it's complete, they call you, and are you ready? And then they come over, and it takes less than two days, usually a little over a day, day and a half, something like that, they tear out everything that you have now, and they put your safe shower in. No, it's not a cheap overlay. You know, it sits on top of what you have now. No, no, no. What you have now comes completely out, and the safe shower goes in, and it's beautiful, and it adds to the beauty of your bathroom without having all that time and money and effort of doing a complete bathroom remodel. you got a, you got a nice-looking brand-new bathroom in there and, uh, and a gorgeous safe shower with a low step-up entry, non-slip floor, those grab bars I mentioned, all that stuff makes your showering experience safer and more beautiful in your bathroom, too. Why don't you check them out? They'll give you $1,000 off. You mentioned Trey Ware, and they have wonderful financing available, too. It's safe showers. 210-655-1111. My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my. And it's 8:53 now with Warren Ramos. We're in a wrap up of the uh, Thursday program. The program. The uh, Friday Eve program. Friday Eve, man. Friday <laughs> Eve, man. I just like that. I like saying that better than Thursday. <laughs> Thursday sounds kind of dull, yeah. but but Friday Eve, man, uh-huh. that's got some magic to it. Bring it. Um, well, you know, did you see the Mike Pence filling up my tank with gas uh, yeah. Uh, video? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to do that, because he's, he's making a point, which is a valid point, that we were paying a buck something, you know, two years ago or before Biden came into office, and he wanted to remind us. For a guy who's running against Trump, I don't know if that was a brilliant idea on his part, but he's he's talking while he's filling up his gas tank, and you can hear the damn pump beeping. So he never chose the grade, which kind of gives the impression that he doesn't really pump his own gas very often. No, he doesn't. Which is not a good look for politicians. If you're going to try to connect with the ordinary guy, the average uh, person going to work every day and having to worry about the price of a gallon of gas, you probably should really know how to do it when you do your video. You know, and you're right. They don't pump their own gas. No. Joe Biden wouldn't know where to stick the what hole to put it in. He would <laughs> he would not. He wouldn't have any idea. I got this thing. What hole do I stick it in? Oh my you know God. what I'm saying? Yeah. He wouldn't know. Right, right. Joe Biden, he's been there for 50 years. <laughs> right. So it's been 50 years since he has put gas in anything. He he has no idea which hole it goes in. He doesn't know. Right. <laughs> Well, but you'd have to show him. <laughs> you'd have to show you, him which hole over here. Stick right. it in there. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, but you know, I I never like those stage things anyway. Yeah, it, they're all staged and they're all fake and phony. It was a good uh, message and well delivered by you know Mike used to do this. He used to be a talk show host. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he was a radio that. talk right, show right. host. So he can deliver a message. Just do that. Just stand in front of the camera and go, folks. Here's the deal. America sucks right now. Joe right. Biden's the reason it sucks. We got to clear out the swamp. We got to get everybody out of the swamp. We got to get everybody out of DC and start all over again. And if you'll elect me, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Have a good day. Bye. Well, I, I think Trump proved one thing beyond a shadow of a doubt in that people are sick of politicians yeah. talking like politicians. Right. They want people to be genuine. Mm-hmm. And John, whether you love him or hate him, Donald Trump is genuine. That's really how he talks. So you get Pence out there, and Pence is for a guy who's a media ex-media guy. He's extraordinarily stiff on yeah. camera, right. and and this just kind of felt fakey and right. contrived. You know what'd have been better had he just closed the 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 door of the truck and gone over and leaned on the front fender. 
Yeah. And just leaned against the front of the, hey, guys, let me tell you something. And just looked at the camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be a real human being. Just be a real human being, laying on the fender like you would if you and I were just shooting the crap out here in a driveway. Right, right. Yeah, point, maybe point to the sign at the current price uh, of a gallon of gas. There you go. Or have it behind but, you. You know, you're sitting there and you're pumping while you're talking. It just felt very theatrical and not very good theatrics either because the beeper. Did, did nobody in his whole crew there say, uh, sir, we got the thing beeping there. We probably don't want that on the video. People might think you don't know how to pump your own gas. Well, uh, the other side of that, too, is that he doesn't have a chance. No. So, you know, he does not have a prayer I, at I, all. I thought he was a great VP. Yeah. I mean, for whatever that job requires, you know, he's a pretty steady guy. And I think it worked for Trump for the most part to have a guy that Absolutely. balanced, kind of, you know, and, 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 and uh, restrained yeah. uh, and cool on the other end of Trump's and he's madness. Smart, smart guy. You know, but that was kind of a goofy yeah. move. Yes, it was. Yes. Have a great show. Thank you, sir. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. I love you, San Antonio. Bye.